Welcome to Audacity with Jasmine T. Today I have a very special guest with me. I'm going to let him introduce himself because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> Not going to mess it up. Uh, I go by the name of uh, Els the DJ. Uh, my name is Elliot. I don't know. We just had like a very <laughs> random conversation about this, but yeah, Els the DJ, <laughs> I guess is what we were just saying <laughs> this time. So how are you doing, Els? What's what's up with you? What's new? I'm pretty good. Um, I just got back in town this morning. I'm like kind of tired. I've been running around all day. Uh, but yeah, I'm back in Dallas, man. This is like the longest I've ever been in Dallas without eating Rudy's. So for like, yeah. You haven't been to Rudy's? I've been, I've been back in Dallas since Sunday. I have not been to Rudy's yet. That's even so though I left crazy. Like two days. It's crazy. That's so <laughs> crazy. So. You be flying all over the world. Like, what? Tell, tell our listeners, what do you do? Uh, I DJ, uh, amongst other things, but mainly my profession is DJing. I DJ for a couple different artists. The main artist I DJ for is uh, Lil Dicky, the rapper. You're <laughs> um, <He's> so humble. <laughs> <laughs> and I DJ for him. And shit, I travel the world, like literally, like you said, just I'm very blessed to be doing what I do and just like I go between I live in Chicago, uh, and then I travel like everywhere outside of Chicago. <laughs> That's amazing. So you live in Chicago, you're from Dallas. Mm-hmm. Where did you grow up in Dallas? Uh, I grew up in Pleasant Grove. Um, okay, so you're from the Grove. Yeah, yeah. I went to Edna Row Elementary School over there and then middle school I went to I actually went to middle school at Oak Cliff at O.W. Holmes. Okay. And then high school, I ended up going to Townview where I met you. Yeah, so <laughs> we're old friends from high school. I knew Elliot before he was Els the DJ. <laughs> 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 I can kind of like brag and say like I knew you way back when. <laughs> so you've been DJing since high school, right? Yeah. So how did you start? Like how did you get into this industry? Um. So it's kind of like... A long, a long story, but I'll try to make it short. We got time. We got all the time in the world. <laughs> I pretty much started DJing because, like, I had, this is like my, I started, so I started my junior year of high school. Okay. Um, and before I started, uh, you know, junior year is like, I think by that time, everyone's like 16 to 17, so right. I had a job. Right. I just got my first job. It was like working at a summer camp. Um and then I was also working at Foot Locker, so I had two jobs, but, like, these jobs I was, like, spinning. Wait, hella- so you had two jobs in high school? Yeah. I started, like, I had, I got the summer camp job the beginning of summer going into my junior year, like, sophomore going into junior year. And then I got the Foot Locker job at the end of that summer. And then wow. the entire time during this whole summer, like, I was low-key, like, saving up money to like buy DJ equipment because I, I felt like I was spending too much time at this, these jobs and like not making enough money, you know? Wow. So, uh, yeah, I have an older cousin who DJs a lot in Dallas. His name is DJ Classic. Okay. Um, and he was the one who kind of like, he didn't literally teach me how to DJ, but like I, I watched after him to like, I would like watch him practice and stuff like in the crib. Right. And uh, he just kind of like gave me tips on like what I needed to do to get started. Him and my homie DJ White Chocolate like okay. helped me out a lot getting started. And yeah, like I said, I had a, had these two jobs in the summer. I saved up money all summer and like I was freaking just watching YouTube videos on like how to DJ like okay. looking up different equipment and different things like that and yeah so um, you pretty much self-taught 
Self talk, yeah. I watched like literally YouTube videos every day for like an entire summer. And I still do. I watch YouTube videos on like how to DJ and like how to scratch and all kind of stuff. So even though some would consider you a pro, you're like constantly trying to perfect your craft, trying to learn, see what's new out there. Yeah, I'm practicing every day. I'm like, I feel like there's different ways you can practice. You don't have to literally be in front of the turntables. Practicing is like going out and watching other DJs. Like practicing is fucking organizing your library every day. You know, like there's different ways you can practice. And I like, I try to put in, like, I try to work for my 10,000 hours every day, you know, to be perfectionist so how many hours a day do you practice um i mean it's hard to say i don't i don't really like have a routine a daily routine i feel like when you feel inspired um when i feel inspired even when i don't feel inspired like i'm like at the crib watching like interviews or something like i'm i don't know i don't really have a i think for me i don't really like wake up every day and say like i'm gonna practice this amount i just like do more depending on like what i feel at the time you know Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, when you got into this industry and you mm-hmm. began to, you know, make different connections and, you know, really build your brand, mm-hmm. what were some things that you saw in the industry that you wanted to change or that you knew you wanted to do differently? Or was there anything you saw? Or was it just like, you know, I'm not going to, you know, reinvent the wheel. I'm just yeah. going to go with what I see is working. Yeah, um, I think it was just that. Like I've always been exactly what you said. Like I'm, I'm not the person who like ever wanted to reinvent the wheel. Like even when it came to like watching my cousin, right? Uh, like following after him. Like I didn't want to do exactly what he did. I didn't want to like mix the same way he did. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to uh, just be a copy or like a follower or whatever. Like I wanted to like make my own path, and I, I think that's just how I've like always pushed through. Like the DJing game in general and then just in this industry I've like always wanted to like set myself apart from other people and that's was like work the work for me like I take yeah I'm like I get inspired by others and I watch others all the time like I have a ton of favorite DJs that I like pay attention to a bunch but I never have like inspired to like just be like them just like to see what they do and figure out how I can do it but way better yeah, yeah. and I think what I like about what you're doing is mm-hmm. that it's cross-cultural, right? Yeah. So you can go and DJ. You can go DJ in the hood yeah. and get the club rocking. Yeah. Or, you know, you can be on stage with Lil Dicky. Or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Some- I like that you say that. I try to, like, actually, like, that's one of my things. Like, I feel like people use the term, like, open format DJ or whatever. And I, like, I honestly can say that I've been, like, doing this whole open format thing for, like, since I've been DJing. Because I've, like... I can go from, like like you said, doing, like, the stuff with Lil Dicky. Even back in high school, I was doing, like, proms with, like, you would go to the proms, there'd be, like, a thousand people there, and, like, 800 of them were, like, Hispanic kids. Yeah. And, like, two, like, 150 might be black and, like, 50 might be white. So I would have to, like, play yeah. music that caters to everybody in that setting. And, uh, like I said, I just, I've always, like, pride myself on, like, being able to go in different environments and, like, play for different crowds, so. Yeah. So I'm glad you noticed that. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Cool. I be paying attention. I be peeping game. But that, that's important, I think, yeah. just even not only for your growth as an artist mm-hmm. and as a creative, but like for your longevity. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If this is really something you want to do 
10, 15, 20 years from now, like, you have to be able to do that in different crowds, different settings, different environments. Definitely. Be able to read the crowd. Yeah. And have them like, hey, who is that? You yeah, know what yeah, I'm exactly. saying? Who is yeah. that that was DJing? For whoever it is, for real. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so... I know you say you always, well, you just had the feeling that this is what you wanted to do. But was there like a pivotal moment in your career that just opened your eyes and showed you, okay, this is what I'm meant to be doing? Like, was there just one moment where you were like, okay, this is it? Not really. I don't think it was one moment. It's just been like a... Like how do you say it? like a, like a series yeah, of a events? series of events that have just led to like okay like it's like I don't know like I can I know I can say like I've been in different situations where I've been DJing or like I've gone into a setting like saying like man I've like walked into different gigs or whatever and I'm like man how am I gonna pull this off like I'm looking at the crowd and like mm-hmm. I don't think these people are gonna really like rock with me I don't know if I have enough music to cover yeah. for these people and stuff like that and I'm like it's like moments when I can go in situations like that where I'm nervous walking into gigs and I like come out on top and I have like people coming up to me like after the gig like yo you did amazing like yeah. do you have business cards you know there's moments like that I've had like a bunch of different moments I can say that I've like being in a club and like the club's been empty and like having the club was empty but I would have like 10 people there and like have those 10 people dancing for like two hours you know non-stop like moments like cool moments like those I don't really think I've had like a big blowout moment but like I've had a bunch of little like small moments that have like been like check marks okay like yeah you can do that like you can do that and that's what's like made me keep going that's what's up okay so i know earlier you mentioned you get to travel Mm -hmm. all over the world yeah so what countries have you been to can you even remember them all it's probably so many uh (laughs) not really honestly i guess i've been to like canada a few times um i've been to europe now three times i think yeah three times because the first time we went to just Paris and London. Mm-hmm. Then the second time we went back and did like I want to say like six different countries, including Paris and London again. Um, I can't even remember. This last time we just went, we went from like Switzerland. I'm trying to think of countries. I'm naming cities. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm so cities, terrible at, at geography. Are countries, <laughs> whichever one you remember. Uh, so we went to Switzerland. We went to. Um, uh, fuck, I can probably look at my phone for this, but <laughs> I can't even think. Brussels, Belgium, okay. Belgium. Uh, where else did we go? I'm so sorry. I smoked too much. I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really okay. cannot remember. Okay. So, so, what is it like DJing in yeah. another country? Uh, it's actually like a crazy experience because, like, for one, you just get to see. I'm like a music nerd and mm-hmm. like especially a music a, I'm a music nerd who's the DJ or a DJ nerd that's like very into music or however you want to put it but like it's crazy because I, I like experience this even when I just DJ in like the states like traveling to different states is interesting because you get to see like what records you know you can play to get the crowd going like right. it's crazy because like you could play like Southside the realest here yeah. in Dallas in a club and go like crazy. people go crazy but that same record you could play it in the middle of the night in Chicago and people would be looking at you like, like what the what fuck is, is it yeah. <laughs> so I'm like a nerd when it comes to like stuff like that so I think it's very interesting when like you go overseas and like 
the same like Drake song that gets people going crazy over here is like the same one like over there like just whatever like it's very interesting to just like play different records and see how people react to those records and like you'll be surprised that like which songs are like big over there versus to like how when we play them over here and people like don't react to them or whatever like yeah i think that's the biggest thing for me like it's that that whole like getting the test records out and just see like how people react to them over there overseas and And sometimes they like mosh pitting and all kind of stuff like in the crowd like those crowds over there go crazy like we just did like six festivals in uh europe or whatever and like people over there were just going like crazy to like us performing like yeah. like different records I would play like cause when I when we do like the festival sets like I'll open for like 10 minutes and I'll get to play like my own music or whatever mm-hmm. whatever I want to play and just seeing how people react is just crazy I think it's interesting because when you travel to different countries everybody doesn't necessarily speak the same language yeah. so to be able to like play yeah, the too. music and get them to react mm-hmm. it's just like you know that music travels across languages you know what i'm saying that's so crazy okay so what is the craziest thing that has happened to you at work uh this was i'm not gonna lie this is one question i I said that i didn't look at she sent me the question i like (laughs) looked over some of them i saw this and i was like i don't even know what i'm gonna say for that i kind of thought about it but i still don't know like the craziest are you one of those type of DJs like even though it's crazy stuff going on around you at work you like super professional super like I'm just gonna focus are you like I'm gonna party Uh, (laughs) so when I DJ if I'm DJing for an artist I Mm -hmm. typically like do not like I don't really drink or like smoke before uh, we play sets I might like at the most I might have like a beer or like have one drink or something but I'm never gonna like like go hard before a set because I have to focus there's like cues and like ad-libs I have to say on the mic like I have to be on point but when I'm like DJing by myself in a club or something like sometimes I drink that's when it get crazy yeah and I can like I can drink I feel like the more I drink in club settings like the better DJ I am sometimes (laughs) that's so funny like a lot of times I say like that gives me like the courage to just say whatever I want to say on the mic like try new mixes or whatever just like do whatever I want to do so yeah, that that's just cool, but <laughs> so okay. What advice would you give to those looking to enter the music industry? Because um, I know this lifestyle is different from mm-hmm. maybe a typical nine to five yeah. atmosphere. So, what advice would you give to someone looking to enter the music industry about the lifestyle and just the business of music in general? Um. I would just say one would be uh, two things. One would be what we talked about earlier, which is just like uh, just stand in your own lane, I guess, and just uh, don't not being like a copycat. Like find inspiration in others. Like of course you're gonna see people you look up to in whatever career path you want to take, but you know don't follow the lead of others and then two would just be like everyone's path isn't the same so never get like people will like get jealous of people because Mm -hmm. they might be at the same level at one point and then someone starts rising or whatever or they just get jealous because they see someone doing better than them like just recognize that everyone's path isn't the same and like as long as you're staying true to what you're doing and like you're you continue to uh 
grow uh, because of the, the right reasons, you know, then you're, you're going to grow. Like, everything's like, if you stay focused in the, what you, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, if you stay focused on what you really want to get out of this and like yeah. you stay true to what you really want and you're not just in this doing it for money like it's positive things are going to come your way for sure like don't never doubt yeah. it you know? and I think it's interesting that you said that because mm-hmm. a lot of people might look at it and just see the lifestyle and yeah. say you know okay I'm going to pursue this yeah. so I That's can right. be at the live festivals you know yeah. what I'm saying at the popping parties or be on tour That's when and it, not just realize that you know you exactly. still have to take care of business like it's a job like yeah. like you say it's cues you have to make like you got to do ad libs and all that type of stuff. So exactly. I think it's interesting that you said that. Yeah, when you want it for the wrong reasons, you're never gonna get it. Trust me. Like just stay, stick to your true self, and stick to what you really want out of it. Yeah, being true to yourself is important. It's yeah. like seems to be a common thing. Yeah. As I'm doing these interviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real. <laughs> okay, so what are some common misconceptions? Um, that you may have had or that you think people have entering this industry? Man, I think a number one comment <laughs> misconception is these girls always thinking, like, I just got girls on my line all the time. It's not like that. It's like, I can't even, like, talk to certain, like, say if I really want, like, I'm really feeling a girl, I want to talk to her, she coming at me like, nah, I know you got hoes and all that kind of stuff. Like, no, it's not that way, you know, like... <laughs> I promise, like, my line not really that jumping. It's, you know, it'd it be all right, you know what I'm saying? Like, my DMs be kind of lit, you know? But other than that, um, and, and really, I'm playing. My DMs definitely be dry as hell. But <laughs> it's just like, man, the, I hate the misconception that a DJ that travels, like, has holes. Like, stop saying that, you know, to me or whatever. You know, I mean, but like, I'm just saying shit happened, but at the same time, shit don't really happen like you think it happened. It like, don't be popping like they be thinking. I mean, it be popping, but like, <laughs> I just don't want y'all to think I'm just out here like girls going wild, like, you know, like. So it be popping, you just don't be reacting. Yeah, like, I'm, okay. not, I'm not that guy at the end of the day. And I just You're really a nice want, guy. I just really want people to believe me, young ladies specifically, to believe me when I say that and just, like, not come in my neck for certain shit. Don't think I'm just a whole out here in these streets. My mama raised me better than that, you know. He said, mama taught me better than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number one misconception. I, my Y'all might not even want to hear that, but I got to say that. Hey, it's true. <laughs> That's facts. 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 <laughs> um, do you have any other misconceptions? Because uh, <laughs> you, you were adamant about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just started that one on the top. I didn't even have that like, I one. got something to say. Yeah. I'm going to let y'all know. <laughs> I think that needs to be on the line. That needs to be on record. <laughs> we need the hashtag. For real. <laughs> uh, any other misconceptions? Um, what did you think it would be like when you entered I didn't really have, I think I didn't really have uh, a lot of expectations just entering other than like, I knew I love music. Okay. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to make money. Like I didn't really have, like when I first started DJing my, um, my goals, I guess were very like low. Like I just wanted to get in, you know, mm-hmm. see what was up with it. Spread my passion for music and yeah. then just kind of make some bread. It was nothing like really crazy and then just like I said everything just little stuff here and here just kept progressing and like I just set bigger goals for myself throughout the time so what 
I guess, how did you change? Because you mm. said when when you first started off, you didn't really have high expectations. Yeah. You just knew that you loved music and you wanted to make money. And then once business started to pick up, how did your mindset have to change? Or how did your, your everyday practice or your day-to-day, yeah. you know, the way you were operating, what changed? Yeah. I think um, the things that changed for me was, uh, I guess... This may be one of the big things that I, I guess I just didn't mention, but like moving to Chicago. Um, okay. So when I like before I moved to Chicago for school, I was here in Dallas. And I had been DJing for like two years, like my last two years of high school, and like here I was just like DJing, uh, doing parties, whatever, like really into music and just wanting to you know come up with these different ideas for mixes and stuff and like putting that out into the universe, and that was just like what I was doing. Like I, I was used to. Being here in Dallas, like, watching my older cousin who DJs and other DJs in Dallas and, like, different... Everybody that was, like, in the music industry in Dallas at the time, it just seems like they were, like, doing a little but not a lot. And by that, I mean, like, like you would see DJs who um, had, like, day jobs or whatever, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you never really saw anybody in the industry, in my opinion. When I was coming up, you didn't really see too many people who were, like, just DJing or just promoting or just, like, rapping or whatever. Yeah, like, you saw like people, full-time. Yeah, you saw people who just, like, did their thing, and then, like, this was, like, just a side hustle for them or whatever. Um, so, like, when I moved to Chicago, like, Chicago really opened to my eyes because I was, like, going to school, but at the same time, I'm seeing, like, artists who are like literally you know artists i'm seeing promoters out there who like promote club promoted clubs and different things and these dudes like drive nice cars you know mm-hmm. and this is just what they do this is their hustle they have like five or six nights a week and they're making good money so chicago like really opened my eyes to like show me that like if I really wanted to focus on DJing and, like, pursue this as a career, mm-hmm. I could really do that. Like, I didn't have to have, like, a day job. I didn't really have to, you know, uh, make this a side hustle. Like, this could actually be my thing, and I could yeah. figure out how to make this work. And uh, Chicago, like, really put me on it. It's just, I think, once I saw people up there, like, how hard they were going with, like, how they promoted themselves, how they branded themselves, that's when I, you know, the change came in me, and I was like, okay, this is something I got to work on every day, so, like, you know, like, I need to have a plan, like, at certain, at one point in time, I guess I did have a plan to, like, wake up every day and, like, do a little bit more, whether it was, like, uh, get a new logo, like, you know, freaking practice today, uh, mm-hmm. talk to this promoter, go up to this club and like set up a meeting about doing a party here or something like that. So like yeah. different stuff like that changed. So like, that's why like when I would come back to Dallas, uh, in the summers and stuff, I was like going like really hard, like yeah. having a retreat and like throwing different parties, putting different events together, uh, like stuff like that. Like really Chicago put that pep in my step, I guess you could like, pep in my step to like make me go harder, you know? Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. So it sounds like moving really had an impact on your career. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting um, because a lot of people are comfortable with where they're from. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm going to stay here forever. Like, I'm not going to yeah. leave. I'm not going to move. I have everything that I need here. But it's interesting to hear your perspective mm-hmm. on how when you move, that opened up a lot of different opportunities for you and also changed your perspective Definitely. on your passion and what you were doing. Yeah, I always encourage people. Like, a lot of my friends, um, just a lot of people in general who come to me sometimes and say, like, 
thinking about moving I always like encourage it I don't see why people tell people to like stay in one place like why would you ever advise someone to like stay unless you know that person has like a kid or something they have like other obligations I get stuff like that but like if you're young single have no kids whatever even if you do whatever like still like go out and like figure out a way to get out and explore the world and like live somewhere else if you can like it's it just gives you another perspective on like your life just in general and like you should go out and just take that opportunity why not we you only hear once like do it yeah you only have one life to live so yeah. if you get an opportunity to move get a change of scenery exactly. change your career follow your passions do oh, yeah. it that's what's up so what are you passionate about in addition to music i know you said you love music but mm-hmm. that's one of your passions what else are you passionate about uh to be honest this might sound like really terrible but i'm really passionate about money (laughs) and i'll be like really trying to figure out other ways to get money so like right now uh fuck man i'm like finding other ways to like have like a consecutive just rolling income like money i can make in my sleep or whatever so yeah i don't know i've just been studying like other things Uh, i want to start another business um i haven't quite figured it out yet even though i've been like really looking into like real estate lately okay um there's some other things like real estate yeah other little ideas i kind of have like i've like always just been like music is my passion but i've like always like i love music and like the music business so to say because i'm like really passionate i I can figure out ways to make money from that so yeah i've always been like wanting to do more with that i'm gonna continue to do that like but i want to figure out like other ways that i can do so um and then passionate about like other cool things uh not cool things but uh golf i guess is like not that cool you like to golf i definitely i did not know i haven't like i don't i haven't (laughs) played that much recently like because i don't have like time to but uh i do like to play golf i'm like kind of really passionate about golf (laughs) that's amazing is it relaxing to you not really i guess it kind of is relaxing it's just like i don't know i started like when i was in middle school and um I play like I used to play a lot between like middle school and high school, and then like mm-hmm. once I moved to Chicago, I slowed down a lot. But I like lately I've been getting back into it. Uh, it's just like I guess yeah, you can say it's relaxing. It's not relaxing when your swing sucks though. When you like <laughs> when you're trying to get your swing right, that shit is not relaxing. It's so then frustrating. it's hard work because yeah. you're trying to perfect perfect it. Yeah, and that's the thing you have to damn near. I guess you do have to relax because when you're relaxed and like you then calm, it flows. yeah, everything flows. You're not so uptight about it. Like yeah. yeah. It's just a cool, uh, you know, laid-back sport. Like, yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. I know we talked about how music is your passion. Mm-hmm. Um, that's your gift, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're sharing it with the world. So what are some things you want to do? Or, like, how do you want to use your gift to, like, change the world? Or just, like, I guess, like, a positive force in a community to lift up other people. Have you ever thought about it? always um there's like other things i potentially want to do like um just going back see one of the things is is like uh i love chicago so much and like recently i've been like thinking about moving but i feel like i kind of feel bad because i feel like chicago showed me so much on what i could do with music that i kind of want to 
give back mm-hmm. just for that reason, not just because not just because it gave me that, but you know, other reasons because Chicago is just like one of the cities that's just doing so terrible right now when it comes to yeah. like the youth and everything and like these fucking like school the school systems there are like cutting funding everywhere though. They're like they're cutting funding for like right. all these different music programs. So I feel like I wanna figure out a way that I could do more for like the youth in Chicago when it comes to music and I wanna do that through music potentially. So uh just different stuff like that, like whether it be like a scholarship, mm-hmm. uh whether it's just a um like an after school program, yeah. like a summer camp or something like that. That'd like, be really cool. Yeah, I wanna figure out like ways you can like give kids the opportunity to do more music but and it doesn't even have to be i don't want it to be just like fucking djing or just rapping yeah. like literally like musical instruments you know whatever it can be all types of stuff within the arts but like music i guess in general is what i'm going for but yeah if i can figure out how to put like an instrument in these kids hands it would like every kid's hands it would be dope yeah that's really amazing because I think a lot of the times we don't give children the opportunity to mm-hmm. express themselves exactly. through music and through art. Yeah. We tell them, you know, it's science, STEM, exactly. math. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You need to read. But it's like, honestly, kids are a lot of the times way more creative than we are Definitely. as adults. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's up to us to nurture that. So exactly. I think that's really amazing. We have to give them like more platforms to like express themselves like and exactly. I, I feel like music music has always been like i've been playing drums since i was like before i could even like talk honestly oh so, wow yeah did you used to play drums in church yeah definitely look at you <laughs> like look longest, at you yeah, started playing drums in church like that's amazing yeah <laughs> <laughs> and look what music did for you for it changed real. your whole life exactly so like why not give other kids the opportunity to do that yeah, yeah. that's what's up okay Last question. I know you be flying all over the world, mixing and spinning and stuff, but do you have time to read? What are some things you like to read? What are your favorite books? Honestly, I don't sit down literally and read much. I have books that I bought that I haven't even like opened. I feel so bad about it, but (laughs) I know the feeling. I have like other, yeah, (laughs) other, uh, what do you call it? Other means of learning now, which is like watching interviews or listening to podcasts and stuff. Okay. So Uh, what are your favorite podcasts? I was going to say, so recently (laughs) I've even figured out that you can fucking, I guess I've known this the whole time, but I'm kind of in the, the audio book thing. Yes. Audio book. So I downloaded, downloaded, uh, audible, uh, app or whatever, like this, the Amazon, app the book that i'm listening to now is just charlemagne's book the uh oh charlemagne the guy black privilege yeah black privilege i've been meaning to read that is it good it's pretty good i'm only like in the beginning uh i don't really have a review i haven't finished it i literally just started it like i'm like like, give me your opinion and the only thing i hate about it is like so listening to like an audio book i guess i can if i'm like in the crib i can sit and focus but if i'm moving around i can't like i'll have find myself like reversing it a bunch or like rewinding it so I can go back and hear certain points. I tried to listen to it on a plane this morning but I fell asleep on it so now I have to go back and like find out where, where I fell asleep. Where did you yeah. <laughs> exactly. you heard. Exactly. That's the only thing that sucks about audiobooks but I do like it. It's, it's cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to check that book out. I've yeah, been yeah. seeing everybody like reposting it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to pretty go good man. I like Charlemagne just as him and like his story so I'm like very interested in finishing it. 
That's what's up. You got to let me know how it ends. Okay, so is there anything else that you would like our listeners um, to know? How can they contact you if they want to book Els the DJ? Yeah. Uh, My booking is simple. Um, At my... I guess my social profiles are all at Els the DJ. That's E L Z T H E D J. And then my email address is just Els the DJ at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit me up on any one of those platforms. I'm like very responsive. Uh, <laughs> sometimes hit me not, on there all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I tweet <laughs> you back, whatever, you know, all that good shit. So, yeah. Just hit me. It's nothing. <laughs> hey, it's lit. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time out to come and speak with me. You have just listened to Audacity with Jasmine T. <laughs>